Welcome to Hospitality Meets with me, Phil Street, where each week we take a light-hearted look into the stories and individuals that make up the wonderful world of hospitality. Today's guest is Amelia Harper, Director of Communications at the stunning Rosewood London. Coming up on today's show... Amelia reveals one of her greatest fears... Because I wanted to get away from those <laughs> pineapple hedgehogs. Phil once again manages to go very random... Lots of people with uh, dogs in bags. And Amelia gives us the best answer we've ever had to this question. Do you have any funny stories from your career that you can share with us? Oh, yeah. All that and a whole lot more as Amelia chats us through her wonderful story so far. Amelia's story is awesome, coming from humble beginnings to now leading marketing and communications at one of London's most luxurious hotels. It's a tale of humility mixed with passion and excellence, all backed up with a mischievous sense of humour. It's yet another wonderful story from this brilliant industry, and we've got more in the coming weeks. So please don't forget to give us a like, subscribe, and a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening. It really does make a huge difference. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Hospitality Meets with me, your host, Phil Street. Today we're back in hotels and I'm delighted to welcome someone from within a part of the industry that we've not really covered yet, and that being marketing and communications. Not only that, today's guest is also an Acorn Award winner just last year in 2021, and that's an award that recognises flair and passion of 30 people under the age of 30. So it gives me huge pleasure in welcoming the Director of Communications for Rosewood London. That's the fabulous Amelia Harper. Hello. Welcome. How are you? Hi, Phil. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very, very good indeed. And first of all, before we get into anything, we have to talk about where you're sat. Yes, absolutely. Where are you at the moment? Um, well, you know, this isn't my office, that's for sure. Oh, that's, what a shame. You know, the, the, the nicer parts of the hotel are safe for our, our clients and guests. But I'm in um, our manor house suite, which is our presidential suite. And it even has its own postcode. It's that big. So, um, wow. So yeah, and I'm just hanging out in the living room here, chatting to you this morning. As you do. As you do. On a- Thursday morning? It's Thursday. This is Thursday morning, isn't it? It is, yeah. I'm kind of, I don't know what day it is anymore. And we're only in February. <laughs> yeah. Well, which is allegedly a quieter month. Supposedly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's back. Business is back, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we've now all, we've, COVID's obviously done, that's in the past, but now we've got mm-hmm. one eye on what's going on in Eastern Europe, but we're not, um, we're not going to get into that today. <laughs> yes. Yes, we'll save that for another time. Yeah, absolutely. But that no, you definitely win the prize for the most opulent setting for anybody who's been on the show so far. Uh, So there's a challenge to everyone. Make sure you're (laughs) sitting in an opulent surroundings. But no, that's great. So yeah, well, let's just get straight to it and and head all the way back to the beginning of your career. How did you get into hospitality in the first place? Oh, wow. Well, I, maybe, do I give you the long edit or? Absolutely the, the long. Yeah, yeah. Let's go long and see what happens. Okay. Well, believe it or not, I was born in a pub. And so. <laughs> Literally. So, yeah. So hospitality is in my, in my DNA, if you like. Um, yeah. My family have always run pubs in the, in the Midlands. Not anymore. They, they're retired from that. But um, that was really, I mean, where I 
started in terms of the most like fundamental level of of hospitality and um yeah I lived above a pub for like a good like 15 years of my life uh, which was really fun and you must you you must have seen some life oh yes yes a lot of a lot of life um and you know like from collecting glasses to like helping the cleaners when I'm like nine years old to uh helping my mom do pineapple hedgehogs for a buffet <laughs> you know <it's, laughs> oh my god pineapple hedgehogs remember those oh my god um, yeah so yeah I like I, I kind of that's where my story began and then I didn't really intend to go into hospitality in the way that I I, I am in now I um I studied marketing so that was definitely always a passion um and I actually ended up in Harrods in the beginning um, okay that's not a bad start definitely not a bad start um I knew I wanted to be in luxury I probably because I wanted to get away from those (laughs) pineapple hedgehogs um (laughs) but yeah I had a I had an appetite for luxury and I didn't know what that was yet and I went to um work with Harrods on their kind of like graduate intern graduate scheme which meant that I I was able to work across a lot of different departments as part of that that scheme um it was an amazing intense training for me into that world and into that life and I ended up in events actually and helping in that area and I really loved it I really loved that side of things and I met someone who was a consultant for not just uh, events, but also luxury hospitality. And he just said, you know, if you ever want a job, call me. And I was kind of ready to move on from Harrods. And so I ended up in Intercontinental Westminster, um, which is now Conrad London St. James. Yeah. So it it doesn't actually exist anymore. But um, that was right in the heart of the political area and, you know, lots of exciting things going on um once again i bet you saw some life in the hotel yes <laughs> and what which you don't need to discuss to. yeah <laughs> i'm now very aware of that um and so yeah i kind of started there and i loved it and and i met some great people um one of them being andrew coney who is the general manager of the harry yes and, and, he... a, and a friend of the show yes i know he's been he's been on with you and he's yeah. a great a friend and mentor to me as well. Um, and, and has so, a wicked sense of humor. Amazing. And we worked together for a few years on all of the, you know, wonderful things that we were doing over there. And he went over to this boutique hotel in Belgravia and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I think you should come over and see what what's going on here. And so I went from something very corporate to something very lifestyle and boutique, which was a real amazing lesson because, you know, in a corporate hotel business everything is done for you actually like your creativity can only go so far in the sense of like you know they are there there are established guidelines and and uh protocols and things that come with a a brand like the size of IHG or or Hilton um so to then go to a boutique hotel where I was a a one-man band and we were taking it from I don't know what what is my problem with rebrands, but I went to um, Intercon rebranded, and then I moved to Belgraves as it was. Of course, it was like a, yeah, a, yeah, that hotel. Um, and then I had to rebrand that. The owner decided that he wanted to uh, create his own brand, 
and so the Harry is named after his father, his his late father, um, and so we kind of had to rebrand that and bring that to life and create all of this mischief that comes with Mr. Coney, but also I was going to say you've definitely got the, the right Harry general manager from mischief yeah. <laughs> and this boutique, you know this 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 kind of boutique energy that you know it is a boutique hotel and you can be playful with that and you can you know the really bring out the team's personalities and you know I think that Andrew not to talk too much about him and give him too much attention on this but definitely not no his 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 business card that I made for him was like chief mischief maker or something like that right you know we just had loads of fun with it and yeah Really cool. But it also then, sounds like there's a there's like it's a really lovely story around the rebrand as well because yeah. like there, there's some family heart and connection. Yeah, to, to that. it is a it's a it's a fe- it's a very it's a it's a jewel in the owner. He's a he's he lives in Hong Kong, but this is his his baby, and he has a lot of different hotels under different brands. But it was about kind of bringing all of that uh, personality to life, um, but also in such an eccentric. British area like Belgravia, the characters yeah. that are in that kind of on those streets in Motcombe Street and Elizabeth Street. And um, it's just, it's really whimsical and playful and fun and everyone's totally eccentric. And it was really great fun to launch that, but also the ambition of that was to bring in that community into the hotel and really make them feel as, as if it's an extension of their businesses and their homes and yeah we did that for a little while um lots of people with uh, dogs in bags right <laughs> or, and dogs in very interesting outfits <laughs> I don't mean that in an inhumane way by the way <laughs> just yeah, yeah with little heads yeah. poking out of handbags yes there, there are and and in fabulously dressed outfits which always seem to amaze me um the dogs you're talking about here the dog well and the owners and the owners yeah (laughs) and so yeah that was a good little stint for me and then I was kind of ready to go to something bigger and um weirdly I I was having lunch on the terrace at Rosewood London with my friends and um I said imagine if I worked here and they were like you'd be great here and you know, this this is like the purest form of manifestation because I didn't have any kind of idea that I would actually work for Rosewood London. But then a marketing manager position came up and I applied and got the job and I've been here for five years now. And so, wow. yeah. Yeah, oh, that that's really cool. Like, I mean, to, to have that kind of, like, you're not even saying I want to work here. You're just saying, God, imagine if I... I did. Yeah, I mean, it was a just dream. thrown that yeah. out. Yeah, it it was it was a it was a real kind of you know wow. I mean, the building, the property is stunning. Um, the team here are you know the industry's best, and so it's it's it was just a kind of a dream to be able to even think that I would I would work here. And so yeah, it came up, and I was like, that's odd. Let me just apply um, because I think you get to a stage in your in your career where you know what brands you want to work for, you know, like you really know that and definitely Rosewood London and and the group as well was something that I, I was aligning to. Yeah. And that was five years ago now. And I've been here ever since. So you started as marketing manager, um, but you've obviously, you're now 
director of communications um how does how does that evolve from from marketing manager into director of communications yeah absolutely um well I came out on board as marketing manager and with a real I'm kind of a bit of a geek I like digital as well as all of the other fun partnership PR-y things but I like money (laughs) I like numbers (laughs) and, uh, and, and, uh, I like to be able to show that as well. You know, I like to be able to show what marketing can do and the revenue it can produce, especially through digital marketing. And so that kind of was where my, what my expertise were coming into the role. And within two years of kind of implementing everything here, I actually had the amazing opportunity to become area marketing manager for Europe. So, really taking what we'd done and best practices in this property and uh, going to Hotel de Creon in Paris, but also our, our gorgeous property in Tuscany, Castellon de Bosco, and really bringing the teams up to speed with digital marketing and best practice and how that they can implement and, you know, working with them. So then that continued for a, another couple of years. And then eventually, kind of post-COVID, our team changed and things grew and and evolved and then the the opportunity of being director of communications arrived and then yeah I've stepped into that role now which is amazing so I'm kind of doing all of those things from digital to PR to social media to branding and partnerships and just having a lot of fun along the way yeah (laughs) which we can do on this property which is it's 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 the best uh, actual transition from the Harry is that, you know, I went from corporate style luxury to boutique style luxury. And actually, this is best of both in a way, because it's that real elevated luxury, but with so much soul and ability to do things that are outside of the box. Um, you know, we're not encouraged within the Rosewood brand to kind of play safe. It's about being creative and doing really uh, creative things. And luckily here we have an amazing MD, Michael Bonser, who is all on board for, for all of those things. And we have a great product that allows us to be playful and fun um, with with the bar like Scarves Bar and Gerald Scarves Caricatures and and his um, his energy and his personality to bring that to life is is really amazing. So there's lots of ways that we can do that. Yeah, it is. It's almost all roads lead here, really, in terms yeah, of your yeah. career so far. Like you, yeah, you, absolutely. you've taken pieces of the the corporate life, the boutique life, yeah. and now they're kind of coming together. And I don't, yeah. I definitely don't want to mark Rosewood as a corporate uh, organization in any way, but you know they are a very well known brand yeah. around and the world. And they're established in that sense. Yeah. They, they have that, you know, that the, the sizable uh, infrastructure underneath so yeah yeah support but freedom yeah um which is i think mean, that's what we all oh, yeah. want isn't it it's, it's a dream <laughs> yeah i cannot complain yeah absolutely so just um just a question really around when did you kind of know that marketing was what you wanted to kind of get into and, and go for and and how did that come about oh that is a really good question i told you it would be like a job interview yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think, you know, back to those those pub days, I think, I mean, 
my sister and I are both in marketing now. She's in L'Oreal working over there. And we used to do the craziest things in terms of like a bit salesy like. So we'd create, we'd make cakes that were awful, by the way. And then we would sell them to the to the to the to the guests of the pub who would kindly give us the money and then decline the cake, which right. just shows that, that we aren't going on bake off anytime soon. Yeah, um, that's fair. And you know, we used to like resell our McDonald's toys so that we could go and get like, you know, sweets from the sweet shop and stuff. I think there was a bit of that kind of entrepreneurial spirit sales spirit but I think sales for me wasn't the that that fit like that natural fit I also had a really magical childhood and my mum is the best storyteller that is on this planet I mean the things that we used to like the the way that she used to make the hardest situations into such a magical situation yeah I think the sales piece and the storytelling piece actually equates to that marketing part For sure. I can um, see that. and yeah. selling that dream. And, and I think that's where I soon knew, you know, events wasn't for me. Sales wasn't for me. You know, I could see that happening around me because sales events and marketing all sit in that, in the similar departments within hotels. And I soon saw, okay, you know, I see what they're doing and that's not quite, quite for me. And, you know, as it evolved and, you know, creative ideas coming out and 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 executing them. They it just solidified. You know, I really love this, and and that, you know, I I looked around. You know, outside of the industry, like we all do. You know, is there is the grass greener, and you know, I, I just I think it's also the people as well, being able to tell people's stories that are as talented as the people that we work with. You know, I was looking outside of the industry and I was like, but am I going to leave all of this behind? These people that I'm, you know, celebrating and yeah. really kind of like lifting up and elevating is what what would my life be without that? And then that kind of made me stay and I continued yeah. my journey, you know, so. I think it's such a massive part of hospitality, though, right? I mean, you know, right. ultimately, what is OK? OK, let's let's talk about the fact that you are sitting in one of the most beautiful buildings in London, but the building's absolutely nothing, right? Without the the people that right. create the experience. I mean, everyone has a beautiful building. Yeah. You know, like we are, this product is beautiful. The stunning, the hotel is stunning. The property is amazing, but everyone has a gorgeous marble lobby or a bathtub or, you know, visually we can create that. Whereas the people are what makes this place, which gives it soul. I mean, it, yeah. you could even identify that in in throughout the pandemic. I mean, when the building is empty, it's so sad. You know, it's the people, the team that bring this place to life and they keep people, you know, our guests coming back. It's them that really, that people are, are here for. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think actually marketing within that whole context for me marketing is always such a wonderfully positive part of the business yes because and i have a sunny disposition so yeah yeah <laughs> I am indeed. a positive person um so i yeah it fits me very very well yeah and because it's all about i suppose at the end of the day it's it's about like we have we have a product or we have something that's 
that we think is going to be of interest for people to come into our space and experience, mm-hmm. you know, that's just, that's positive. Like, I mean, that's, what do we do to make sure that the world knows about that? That's, yeah. um, that's effectively, and as, and I suppose you can then apply that logic to most things in life. Yeah. There's always a positive and a negative outlook on something. Yeah. And, um, but marketing always is the, the one that puts a positive spin on things. It does. It does. And everyone says that in the hotel. They're like, how do you remain? You know, we're a happy little bunch in the in the communications team. And but what do we have to, you know, it's I'd rather look at the positive side of life and how we can make things better. And so yeah, but we're sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. Yeah, I feel out there. Yes. That's it's lovely. <laughs> yeah. The sun keeps shining directly in my eyes. But yeah. um yeah, how does that work then in terms of uh I suppose your wonderfully sunny and you come up with the you know a, a wonderfully sunny idea where you think yeah this will this will get people coming into our spaces yeah and then you go to the operations team and they go you're you're mental what what, what are yeah, you doing to us does it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it does happen a lot um well we're we're exceptionally close to the operations team I um, you have to be, don't you we just i mean it's so important to build that relationship from the get-go. And, and you know, even when my team started, they spent time in departments, you know, in housekeeping, cleaning rooms, um, you know, giving back, actually, because we're exceptionally privileged in our role, right? Like, we don't, we aren't on the front line, as you say, you know, at the front desk and, and working with, clients on a day-to-day and handling all the challenges that come with that that in-person service and the demanding service that is required for for a luxury property like ourselves and um so we have to begin to appreciate that I think that's the fundamental part and then by building those relationships and working together we are able to go to them with (laughs) crazy ideas and say we want to execute this and then that they are on board because they know they know that we're doing it to benefit the hotel and to benefit the the positioning and the growth of business and things like that but also that we have actually spent time to appreciate their roles and we respect their roles yeah. and it seems stupid but even like you don't book a meeting with a chef at 1 p.m. i mean you know it's even just fundamentally down to those smaller things like we respect the operation and we we spend time building relationships with the team so that then when we need to <laughs> pull our yeah. favors that the operational team are you know are on board and up for the challenge yeah and well that's that's the secret of a great team right is all pulling yeah. in the same direction and take. at least them giving you the forum to unleash yeah. your harebrained ideas to them yeah. and um yes. yeah yeah we'll think about that that's fine and yeah we'll come back to you and in seven weeks um, right. yeah <laughs> that's probably an indicator that that's not an idea to pursue but anyway <laughs> yeah. but yeah I, I think the other elements that I found interesting about your role is that you obviously you, you've been involved in uh, production of a an award-winning cookery book yes as well and I'd imagine that falls under your remit to kind of facilitate and mm-hmm. uh, and make happen what does that process involve because I I don't care if anybody doesn't find this interesting I find this interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's incredible. It's it's 
it's really exciting to launch a book. And that was actually my first book launch that I've ever done, which right. very proud of. You know, what I always think in marketing is that you need to, things have to be authentic to the person. You know, Callum is our, our pie king, as we call him, um, yeah. a pastry expert. And, you know, that is his passion. And so being able to bring that book to fruition was easy in a sense because it all obviously there was lots of blood sweat and tears and tight deadlines and but it comes from him naturally like we don't create ideas also without that collaboration you know I think it's it's really important to ensure that there is that authentic willingness and and wanting to do that book and Callum was really driving that I mean we we were his cheerleaders on that side you know like yeah he he really led that and 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 it was hugely successful because he wanted to do it and it came from his heart and his soul to do so and that allowed us to tell this amazing story of the pie room and um create his first cookbook and and our first cookbook for the property and yeah but it yeah it it took a lot a lot of his work and a lot of collaboration and and launches and eating oh god (laughs) hard (laughs) hard Pie okay. a day, not so yeah. not so good. For oh, them. Well, that's fair. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's definitely a few extra hours in the gym, then, isn't it? To um, right, exactly. To but work no, that it's, off. It, it's it's a. It, I I believe you know it's a bit like a a pastry our art afternoon tea concept. I don't tell. I don't dictate what Mark Perkins wants to do for his concept. He comes to us and says. I want to do, I want to create cakes inspired by Kusama or, you know, because he's passionate about it. I think it, and then that's when the real magic comes out because they're leading it from their heart and that, and that they are really passionate about creating that. And then that means that our storytelling is incredible and performs so well because it's really from them and it's what they want to do, you know. And it's also coming from their passion and their right. hearts. And that's yeah. easy then, I suppose, for you to translate into, you know, something that, that works for the eye and for uh, for the way that you read it and yeah. all of these sorts of things. And I've actually experienced afternoon tea in the Rosewood. Yeah, when did that? That was like November last year, I think yeah. it was. And um, one, of course, it's a beautiful space, of course. But yeah. but yeah, there's some real ingenuity in the um, in the offering. Service was amazing. The whole experience was Thank you. exceptional. Um, you know, That's and at the end of the day, I think it, you, you're probably one of the most expensive afternoon teas out there. But mm-hmm. the sense of value that you get from that is is phenomenal. Yeah. Well, it's there's depth to it, right? The the concept is we stay true to the art concept and so the research behind the de- you know the detail in the pastry so it's not mark doesn't just look at uh kusama and the artwork that she created but where did she live what was her life like there's japanese influence in there there's influence from when she lived in different parts of the world mm. and so that our team from a service i can tell that story to to the guests and so i guess aren't just getting like a beautiful cake they're actually getting like an immersive experience where it's educational, it's cultural, um, it celebrates the artist, it showcases the amazing work the pastry team can do. Yeah. Um, 
and you know even down to the to the to the stand it's not a three-tier cake stand that you see so regularly it's it you know we've designed that tableware where you place the cakes inside because it it actually frames the cakes like a piece of art yeah. you know it's, it's art afternoon tea and so there's there's a lot of thought behind all of the all of the pieces um to create that concept totally and you know at, at afternoon tea is one of the most successful parts of a uk hotel business right i mean when you get it right yeah and but it's it's absolutely ripe for innovation because that three-tier cake stand that you just mentioned is one of the most insociable things to put in the middle of a table <laughs> so true yeah but anyway that's a that we're not here to talk about afternoon tea <laughs> yeah. but um although i could actually talk about afternoon tea for mm. a very long time but um it's a, it's a topic and now it's i want a afternoon topic in tea itself yeah absolutely but um no i mean i yeah, i think probably one of the other elements that uh you know you've probably got one of the the most famous general managers slash mds in the business yes. um as well and you know i mean if you follow him on Inst- <laughs> i'm not talking about you i'm just talking about anyone if you follow him yeah. on instagram um that man likes to travel but he yes. also i i feel like that must be quite easy to get up and come to work for somebody like that because his energy always the way that he portrays himself is so he's such a hospitality person yeah yeah I mean he really is and I think we were talking saying who wouldn't want to work for the George Clooney of hospitality the George Clooney yes that's a that's a recent tag isn't it yeah very amazing comment um he I he's like an industry titan right like He's yeah. he is hospitality through and through. He's had and he's an only amazing about twelve career. years old as well, isn't he? <laughs> he's really young, and yeah, he, he's done quite well. He has um, he's done incredibly well, and he has this amazing energy and get up and go and dedication. Um, but he really cares. It's not you know he's an amazing um, marketeer and and kind of face for the hotel, but. The way he cares about the team, um, especially, you know, the the two years that we've been through now and his dedication and his commitment to the team is really, you know, makes it easy to get up and, and come to work yeah. when you have leadership like that. So, yeah, we're very lucky to have him. He's a content king. So he he's, he's uh, he never stops. He never stops. <laughs> um, he's incredible. He's really great. at it, And he has such a great following and people love seeing what he's up to and where he's going next. And yeah, he, he's a, a real asset for us from a comm side as well. Um, yeah. Because he knows it so well, you know, he, he's had some incredible, an incredible journey in some incredible hotels and um, had a lot of experience on that side. So it's great for me yeah. to be able to learn from him also. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, he is, also a great asset for hospitality i think that's yeah. that's really really key yeah um and he's cha- really champion championing that as well right especially right now you know yeah. we we need to they don't tell you about hospitality at school they really don't kind of no, know any sort of picture that is rem- rem- like remotely attractive um and with the recruitment crisis that has been and, and is is currently um we need to be ambassadors of the hospitality industry and michael is really really uh fronting that in order to ensure that people know all of the wonderful things about working in this industry yeah. you know so 
he's doing an amazing job at that and um petitioning for things and and but it's really from the from the grassroots level that we need to inspire that younger talent I could not agree more. I mean, you know, I, I was talking to somebody just about this. I talked to peop, lots of people about this very subject all of yeah. the time. And, you know, somebody told me once that they were at school and they went to their careers advisor, didn't know what they wanted to, to do. Thinking about going into hospitality is what they said. And the careers advisor said, you should probably set your heights a little bit higher than that. Right. You know, and you think, what? Yeah. When, this, when you know what I think is incredible about hospitality is that you can really come in as like base level and grow so quickly and yeah. there's so much mobility there's so much uh, career progression um that you really the skill set is so um transferable between different departments and positions and you know and, and also the the travel aspect of it if you want to yeah, travel well just- just follow Michael on Instagram <laughs> to get a sense of, right. and, <laughs> of you know, what's he's possible. Very hard, and has also done all of the positions that may not be deemed as undesirable. But you know, the people that you get to work with, and the the passion and uh, th- that people carry, you know, as hospitality people, it's it's funny because I always say, you know, I I was in retail in Harrods, and I was you know, had done little retail jobs um, throughout university. And there's no, the reason why I moved to hospitality is because it's all heart. Like there's no heart in, in retail. I find like it's, it's very it's a bit of, more transactional. Yeah, it is. And whereas hospitality is all about the heart, it's all about yeah. kind of welcoming people into your home and having that same like ethos around, around that. And I think, you know, people looking for a career out there and, and looking at what they can do and and things. I think hospitality absolutely is a hundred percent somewhere that that allows for all types of people as well. You know, yeah. it's so inclusive. And yeah, he's a yeah. great a great ambassador for what we're all trying to campaign for right now, yeah. which is getting people to fall in love with the industry. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot to fall in love with as well. And actually, this com- this probably comes back to marketing at the end of the day. Like, you know, the, how often yeah. did you read for a time there that you know it's the the greatest staffing crisis in the history of the yeah. world? Yeah. And you know, but actually, if you just put a reverse, positive, fluffy marketing spin on it, there's never been a a, a greater opportunity to join. Right. In terms I mean, of how. Jobs are there. Yeah, and um, the, the progress you can make. Yeah. Um, and if anybody's in any doubt about the importance of this industry, just imagine what happens if you take this industry away from people's lives in terms of they're going yeah. out for food. Which is what you know, happened for two years and how people... Re- you exactly. Know, the reason why we're seeing such a surge is people want to be out and about and, and experiencing all of what hospitality has to offer yeah. uh, because they've been deprived from it. They know what that feels like. Absolutely. So, yeah, ask not what hospitality can do for you, but ask what you can do for hospitality, right. because there is no more honourable profession in the world, I think, mm. in terms of ma- yeah, creating things that make people feel special. Yeah. Um, there we are. Solved it. Right Solved there. Solved it. Yeah. Great. We can go now. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, now, a question I ask everyone Hopefully yeah. you're ready for this. And I appreciate actually uh, asking this question to somebody who's a director of communications where 
putting the right communication on things is very, very important. But do you have any funny stories from your career that you can share with us? Oh, yeah. That don't get you into trouble. Oh, yeah. It's It's a goodie. Um, Oh, great. Oh, you set that up well. There's a couple of ones. I think my marketing fail... You know, you okay. learn from your failures, right? For sure. And I went to a, um, my sister's university graduation and it was the University of Surrey and they had some speakers there that were speaking to the newly graduated people, big, big people, uh, a guy from Google and, a, you know, that kind of caliber. And this guy is a was a marketing guy and, and he was saying, you know, this has been my career and this is what I've done. And he was super young and really impressive. And this was a, a good few years ago now. But um, I remember him saying, you know, but I have had failures too. And, you know, to humanize it a little bit that he hasn't had all this success. And yeah. he, he he said, uh, you know, one time I, I sent out a campaign that, you know, was completely wrong and went to all the wrong people. And it, But this was like to hundreds of thousands of people and everything. And I was thinking, oh my God, that's awful. Like, who would ever do that? Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also have a story similar. So oh, we'll come to that and, in a minute. And uh, and in that moment when I did that in my young marketing manager life, that was the end of the world for me. Like I punished myself so much. Yeah. And you know, you learn from these things, but it it was it was it was definitely like one of those moments where you're just like, this isn't for me. I'm not good enough. Like, and you know, I had to really reassure myself that and and rebuild my confidence again. And I was like, that guy that you watched speak about that did exactly the same to way more people. And he's like top in Google in his career. So, you know, it's okay to make mistakes and, and, you know, it's not ideal, but it also, now in the grand scheme of things feels like a very small thing that happened and i'm sure a lot of other marketeers can relate in terms of moments like that 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 they've had but uh yeah you know we're human (laughs) yeah and mistakes are inevitable right i mean we we it doesn't matter i i I would imagine that michael makes mistakes despite the fact that he looks like like george clooney but (laughs) even though he is george clooney yeah indeed actually doesn't Um, look like him does he He just carries himself like that's that's probably what it is but anyway no i have a i've never been a marketeer but i um i have one of the things that you learn as a as a recruiter is lots of little bits about lots of little bits and um one of the things that that we used to do is going back many many years and i was actually out of industry at this point i was working for an accountancy recruitment firm and um we used to do a candidate mail shot which is something i hate by the way as a recruiter but when i was um uh, working for this company you had to do what you were told so you'd put together a list of i don't know five to six candidates who were available now this was the background and all of that and on one of those candidates I put down has four years of accounts experience and blah 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 or whatever and sent it out uh, to to this and and I got within I don't know 10 minutes of sending this out I got one of my closest clients at the time sent back uh, back saying you might want to just check line four um, (laughs) under that candidate and I'd Let's put it this way. I'd missed out a letter in accounts, which made it sound like something else. 
that oh, letter, no. yeah, that letter was O, um, and um, yeah, I, honestly, you feel you know that oh, kind yeah. of. Oh, you just want the ground God. to swallow you up, you know. Yeah. It's the worst feeling because we're perfectionists in our role, right? And yeah, and, and, and you know, actually, what you said what we do about kind of uh, not. I mean, I don't think I've ever hated myself, but. In that moment, you're like, "Oh my god, you are so useless!" Yeah, like just take a I was minute. Like, this, it's over. I'm gonna get fired. Yeah. I was literally like, "Yeah, this um, is you know, I'm never coming back from this." Yeah, I you know? weirdly, I actually won a lot of business on the back of that because it was a an, an interaction point. Right, um, it actually you know, stops people talking. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but, um, it's a, it it was a it was a terrifying one which was, you know, the daily challenges of our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's how, and I, I think what's really important is it's how you come come back or go through those things, you know? Absolutely. Like the most successful people have res- huge resilience and, you know, you don't get defeated by moments that you feel like, oh, God, that really wasn't my finest hour. Mm. It's about how you, you move Bounce forward back. from those things and learn and, and grow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, there's a cliche, and I can't, as normal listeners of the show will understand that I can't get through a show without a cliche being (laughs) thrown in. But um, they do say that if you, I think it might have been Richard Branson that said this, if you want to be successful, double your fail rate. Right. You know, uh, because there's lessons in everything and all of these things. Yeah, Yeah, you really, yeah. It's, it's, and, and, you know, with my team as well, I encourage them to, feel like they could they can make mistakes because that's where creativity comes from you know if you're playing safe all the time and you're always staying in in the lane you're never pushing the boundaries and you're never testing anything and yeah um it's it is all about that in order to be a good good marketeer it's it's about pushing and testing and trying and because also in this digital world now you can just delete it or remove it or take it down or you know if it doesn't work which is the beauty of it so yeah um yeah it's it's important it's hugely important yeah and own your mistakes as well like that's, yeah yeah that's that's a, a great piece yeah. of advice yeah absolutely from your uncle phil um <laughs> great stuff um what's uh what's in store for the for the year ahead for for you and for for rosewood wow well it's it's a business already looking crazy busy um which is really exciting events are back you know the build-up of weddings there's a huge amount of of weddings on the books travel is coming back we've got the jubilee yeah so we're doing lots of fun things around that in the courtyard because we have such a special space there to do a really nice celebration there's going to be new afternoon tea launches so you have to come down again to have some of those cakes Scarves Bar's going to have a really amazing new menu. Um, we're growing as a team and and building that team back up again, which is amazing. And, uh, and yeah, I'm also back out supporting Europe again, which is great. So off to, to our new property in Madrid next week to Fantastic. help the team over there and, and support them as well. So we have Vienna opening very soon too God, this oh, year. Cool. And yeah, we're just, we're, you know, we're rolling with the openings, I think, for 
Whereas with London, we're just, you know, we're, we're getting up to our going to be 10th year very soon. Um, so we're really maturing in that, in that sense. Um, and uh, we're, we're going through a soft refurbishment at the moment. So all the rooms are getting a, a nice refresh, which is going to be great. Yeah. Um, but then looking out to, to Europe and the brand and how we're, we're growing that side, there's lots to come. So uh, there was a big focus on Asia and a big focus on the US. And now we're moving over to Europe over the next few years. So Fantastic. And another property coming to London as well. Yeah, in 2024. So we've right. got a few years yet, but that's going to come around super quick. Isn't it just? Um, the footprint is amazing. Yeah, I mean, we I've, have an I've walked past it piece of 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 the the pie as such over in Mayfair so that's really exciting that we're over there as well and so yeah we'll be opening that sister property so lots of things to do lots of things already to do mm. so we're ramping up we're getting started so yeah it's exciting Fantastic. It's, it's really good feeling to be back yeah you know, we're back and we're in in properly in proper yeah yeah that's stopping and starting yeah, that's it's that, no that's good for a, anyone. It's a really strange no. feeling to continue that. So you can't build um, up any momentum, can you? With the yeah, with that. No, that's great. I mean, it, it all sounds wonderful. You've had a a great career so far. Thank um, you. Fa- feels like you're kind of almost just getting started as well. Oh like yeah, got, yeah. I am um, just. I've arrived. This is yeah. <laughs> this is uh now for the next few years. That's my my focus. So, but yeah. Lots but it definitely, it definitely feels like you're you're somewhere that agrees with you greatly, and you know that that, that comes across. And and you're, we've not known each other for very long, but you're you're always a, a happy-go-lucky demeanor, um, <laughs> and that's true. difficult to be happy-go-lucky if you're not happy in your work. Right. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I salute you and the work that you guys are doing. You're you. you know such an aspirational property for this industry. Uh, I think a lot of companies look to you guys to see what you're up to next. Um, but yeah, I, I wish you guys all and you the very best going Thank forward. Thank you so much, Phil. It was no really great to talk. Thank you. Yes, I'm glad we got there in the end. It's, <laughs> yeah. um, it's uh, well, that's what happens when people get busy, right? Schedules exactly. are tricky. Exactly. No, thank um, you so much for your time. And uh, yeah, it was really good to to talk through all those things. Likewise. Um, if people want to get a hold of you to learn about you or Rosewood, what's the, the best method for them to do that? Well, I'm normally running around in in the hotel, so you'll find me there. Right. <laughs> or on a photo shoot with a goat or something really random. Excellent. Yep. As, you never know yeah. what, what we're doing over here. Um, that's yeah, a, that's a, a life you... tick box done, isn't it? Photo shoot with goat done. Photo shoot with rabbits, goats and kids was definitely right. a, a wild one that we did like a few years ago. That sounds um, like it. But I'm, you can always find me on property here at Rosewood London um, or, of course, on Instagram and things like that. So I'm yep. around. Wicked. Great stuff. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much, much for sharing your story, Amelia, and uh, wish you a very pleasant day ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. And there we have it. A cracking story so far from Amelia who demonstrates that positivity and passion really do rule when you're putting your career together. She's forged a great career so far with huge success and I feel there's a lot more to come. We will, of course, be back next Wednesday with another cracking story from hospitality. So until then, thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.